Hey everyone and welcome to episode 28 of the Open One podcast and today I'm joined by an old friend of mine Jack, Jack Tatchell and we we got in touch uh, well we were sort of in touch many years ago and I remember seeing um I remember seeing a social media post or something I'm like Jack's awake <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah welcome to the show Jack yeah thank you brother um yeah first of all thank you for having me on um you know I appreciate the opportunity and uh I know you've had a lot of esteemed guests, you know, namely uh, Dr. Robert Malone. I know you, you, you've done an interview with him. And, uh, you know, I, pr I personally personally appreciate a lot of, you know, everything that he's doing um, in, in his space. But, yeah, yeah, my name my name's Jack. I'm I'm 25 years old from Essex. I'm a, I'm a business owner. Um, I think of myself as a masculinity maximalist, um, you know, oh, with like a lot that. of strong. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I've got a lot of strong perspectives, a lot of strong views and, uh, yeah, looking forward to having a chit chat with you, mate. So go on, unpack, um, what's a masculinity maximist? Um, a maxim, a maximalist is someone that does everything they can to become that which they are a maximalist of. Um, so a masculinity maximalist would be that, you know, just doing everything you can to be the most masculine person that you can be. Can you give some um, so, um, just being a strong, capable person, you know, just being a strong, capable man, um, yeah. just being being a leader, a role model for the people around you. Um, you know, I've got a a niece and a nephew who's a newborn. My sister Josie, who you know, she's just had had her second child, and um, yeah, you know, I just want to be well for my own kids in the future as well, of course, but just the um most masculine role model I can be for them and um just to show them um I'm I'm quite um a believer of you know masculine roles and, and feminine roles. Yeah. I think that's something that we've lost in society. So I'd I'd quite like to sort of implement that in everything that I do. Okay, that's awesome. And <clears throat> was there like a defining moment when you was like, okay, I need to I need to just go all in on, you know, being a solid role model, or is it just sort of happened gradually, naturally? Um it, it, yeah, that's a good question. Cause I mean, so in 2020 I was I was vegan. And I know this is oh, no. it, it, it sounds I know, I I'll, I'll fucking know. Um and that sounds like a bit of a digression from your question, but um, you know, I think the the vegan agenda and the whole sort of woke agenda um, is just trying to make people and especially men become less masculine. And, um, you know, that's one of the most important things that we need in society is masculine men um, becoming role models and, you know, good, good role models for, for, for society. And um, yeah, so it was 2021 um, over Christmas, I started to eat meat again saw how much more energy I had, saw yeah. how much just you just reaped the benefits from that. And um and then last year a lot of listening to Andrew Tate um you know sort of made me yeah become a ten times better person as opposed to who I used to be. I love that. See that's a straight up testimonial of the power that Tate can actually have <clears throat> yeah in, yep. in the in the hands of the right people. And okay, there's a couple of questions there, but I, I'm curious what was the default? Why did you decide, okay, I'm going to just eat a fucking steak or whatever it is that you ate? <laughs> um, I, I just had, I, I needed to change. I just, I, there was such a long period of time where I wasn't happy with number one, my body, my shape and my mindset. 
Um, and I just wanted to go back to eating meat. So it really was just as simple as, you know, just thinking, fuck it, you know. Although, I mean, I, mean, I, I throw my hands up and just completely admit to the fact that I was kind of indoctrinated by that vegan agenda. And, um, you know, that's something that I'm I'm not ashamed of, but it's not, you know, my, one of my proudest things that I've done in my life. Um, but yeah, it just got to the point where it, it was just too much. And, um, you know, reading into seed oils, um, how much they can affect your hormones, that sort of thing. Um, and just sort of the realization that we're humans, we've been eating meat for the entirety of our existence. So why am I now stopping eating meat and only eating shit, chemical processed crap that they're pushing, which isn't food, it's just fake food. Um, so yeah, it was just that whole realization and just, just thinking, fuck it, basically. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine living as a vegan, but now at least you've like, you know, he's talking about being a role model an example for people. You can like talk about that. You've gone through that. You've, you've tried being a vegan. You realize it didn't work. You ate meat and you felt great again. There'll be people that could benefit from hearing that. Yeah. 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 And I think, um, you know, a lot of it is just to do with what the government wants for you, you know, how much they spend on, the whole vegan agenda and um you know even, even just goes down to you know the stuff that they say about climate change you know the, the the fact that the cows are making it so the 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 earth is heating up which is just complete fucking nonsense and you just think to, you, you just have to look at it with just a perspective of rationality um because we've been eating meat for as i say the entirety of human existence um why is it that now they're pushing this vegan agenda um, and throwing all these different excuses out there, you know, it, it's just bollocks. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can get into the whys and, but I guess simply it's like, uh, just to make, keep people weak, I suppose it does seem like a, a big part of it. Um, okay, cool. So if we just get, move on to, uh, your business. And I think this is really awesome. You're only 20, uh, 25 years old and you've already got this. It looks quite professional and well-established. I actually have a, a tab open here. Uh, what was the inspiration behind starting this man? So yeah, with, with the business, to say um, it's a good question because you know ever since I started working when I was seventeen years old, you know stacking shelves in Tesco, um, I always knew I wanted to be a business owner and um, you know to be my own boss and to create freedom for myself and my family. Um, you know I just knew that I wasn't put on this earth to be in the nine to five rat race like a lot of people out there are right now. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. You know, many people for find they they find fulfillment within that. Um, but for me, I just always knew that it wasn't going to provide me with the fundamentals of what makes me happy. Um, and so, yeah, in um in 2019, I found myself in that nine to five rat race. You know, waking up every day, going to a job I hated with a dickhead of a boss, um, and everyone's energy was just so negative, and I just felt absolutely drained by having to converse and interact with these fucking energy vampires. And um, yeah, at the time, this was shortly after my spiritual awakening. So I had a lot going on in terms of, you know, spiritual development and experiences and um, just a whole lot to process in that regard. But um, yeah, long story short, I just kind of fell into web development and marketing solutions because my mum needed a website as she's a psychic medium and um, she wanted a place online for people to go and get in touch with her for readings. Um, and yeah, from there, I started to learn WordPress, um, a little bit of code. Um, and in 2020, when all the bullshit happened with um, 
Convid. Um, yeah, I, le- I left my job and took the leap into building my own business. Um, yeah, providing mar- websites and marketing solutions for businesses and individuals around the UK. And is all of that taught, sort of self-taught online? Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. So even all of the coding, like where, where did you learn that? Um, just trial and error. If I'm completely really? honest, yeah, wow. yeah, just trial and error, trial and error. Um, I know there's a there's tons of free resources out there for for learning HTML, CSS, you know, anything you want, basically. But um, yeah, for me, I, I haven't actually taken any of these courses. It's just been trial and error. That's awesome, man. And yeah, I know the course that you can get like an entire university thing, right? An entire thing, like twenty twenty lessons yep. hours each, uh, all for free on YouTube. If anyone's interested. But that, I think yeah, that's amazing, yeah. man, to to take that upon yourself, uh, to self-teach yourself. Um, good on you, bro. So Appreciate it. Yeah, so what's like what's been like some of the challenges of setting all of this up? <clears throat> um, yeah, it's another, another good question. I mean, it's a big question because, you know, although I feel like I've always been, well, I have been professional, um, you know, a, a professional in terms of how I articulate myself and, um, you know, how I present myself in professional situations and environments. Um, you know, at, at the start of the journey, a big thing for me was, you know, just simply making the switch from being an employee to a collaborator. Um, you know, and what I mean by that is, you know, when you're an employee, you just say yes. You know, you you don't have a chance to sit there and, uh, you know, discuss the terms and conditions or the scope of works. Um, you know, you, you're not able to set boundaries with the people you do business with because um, ultimately, you know, that's not your job. And you just you're just there to do the work, go home when you when it's time to go home and, you know, collect your minuscule piece of the pie each month. Um, but, you know, as a business, when when you're offering a service to someone, um you know you then get the opportunity to set boundaries you know to say no to an existing or prospecting client when they're asking for you know unreasonable expectations or or requests um and at first I wasn't used to that so you know I was so accustomed to the bot mindset of you know yes sir no sir you know um and just doing whatever the fuck I was told to do so um yeah although this was a big challenge for me um it was something that I really enjoyed taking on board, you know, into my into my personality because, you know, be, being assertive and having strong boundaries and fucking, you know, opening that throat chakra and uh, just just saying whatever you feel is something that I've now integrated into my personality and you know my energetic field and um, yeah, there's some of the qualities that I now possess and yeah, they're readily available to me all the time. That's awesome, man. And I, I like how you tie that into your chakras and your energy field there. That That's really cool. So we, we jump into spirituality for a moment. You mentioned your spiritual awakening. Like, what happened? Oh, mate. Uh, yeah. One of the biggest questions you could have, you, you could have asked. Um, yeah, I think, you know, there's a general rule for, for spiritual awakening and, um, you know, whatever end of the spectrum that is. Um, I think there's always some kind of, you know, catalyst that ignites the journey. Um, so for me, it was exactly that. It was, it was, it was trauma. It was pain, and it was, you know, uncomfortable experiences that led me into my awakening. Um, you know, I, I won't go into the details of everything that I've experienced, but 
um essentially at the end of 2018 when i was you know a completely different person to who i am now you know that that person's unrecognizable um but i went i went to an event at the end of 2018 um for spirituality and during a guided meditation um led by the head of the event at the time um yeah i was met with a very profound and euphoric experience where i i believe anyway that i i met source energy and um you know ever since then it's just been just been a crazy journey of downloads um you know astral projection experiences spiritual development and um yeah just a just a fuckload of what the fuck is going on you know <laughs> okay and, we're um, gonna have to jump into the astral travel there what why speak about that what happened um so i my my spiritual awakening's been very third eye um predominant so a lot of the you know but it's just when i'm laying in bed for instance you know i'll be laying laying in bed trying to trying to go to sleep at night and all of a sudden my third eye will just completely expand and open up and then next thing you know i can quite literally feel my energy being sort of pulled from my body and although I'm still conscious in my in, in my body and in my person, I can feel my energy just being pulled out and I'll, I'll just travel to a different realm. Um, and it's, fuck, it's, fu- it's fucking scary, mate. It's scary as shit. And it's not something that I've practiced or that I've necessarily wanted. Um, and as a matter of fact, I've worked on it in terms of, um, you know, just grounding myself better so that it doesn't happen just on a whim. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and you know, met a lot of energies along the way in these astral projection experiences, and um, yeah, they 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 are fucking scary, as I say. I I I'm just assuming here, but I I guess that your because your mum is involved with this, it's given you a bit of a leg up in this kind of in this kind of world, man. Yeah, what do you think about yeah. that? You ever considered that? Oh, absolutely, mate. She, you know, she's you know my guide for a lot of things that i've been through um and yeah we're we're extremely close me and my mum and yeah she's just i'm extremely blessed to have been through my awakening with someone there that's been there to guide me um you know which is it's just been a yeah like you say a major leg up so i'm curious uh you know you you say you speak about your third eye uh opening Uh, how do you know that that's happening is it like you start to your eyes are closed you start seeing things or is it a, a sensation or how do you know it's happening so it is quite literally a physical sensation um you know i can i can feel um it's like it, it's directly where you would assume the third eye would be or where yeah. you, you know it, it actually is the pineal gland um and yeah i can literally feel like it, it is like an eye and my 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 eye starts doing that i know you you do a video version and a dead um audio version so the people on audio listening won't be able to see my hand but it's like my <laughs> my hands opening up <laughs> and um yeah it's like it it's like it, it starts blinking starts twitching and um all of a sudden i met with a a lot of sort of guidance and wisdom just from what i believe to be source that's amazing and have you ever seen like your own body Sorry, say that again. Have you ever like seen your own body from out of your body? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, actually, it's funny you say because the the other the it was only the other week that I was laying in bed and I had one of these sort of um yeah just random astral experiences and it's like um it's like almost being like a fly on the wall or on the, on the ceiling. 
and you can I, I do have that ability to be able to just look at myself almost um and it's not it's not like a look maybe it's not like I've I've got a pair of eyes elsewhere but I can certainly like envision that and and sort of feel my myself from from afar that's fascinating um and yeah you definitely want to be able to get that under wraps so you can sort of switch it on and off you'd be like tonight i'm gonna travel tonight i'm not gonna travel or whatever yeah that, yeah that happens spontaneously is a bit of an issue yeah I yeah imagine you're, you're laying in bed with a woman or something he's like okay bye yeah yeah <laughs> right. um yeah, yeah have you ever heard of someone called robert monroe i haven't interesting man and he did a lot of experiments with with astral travel and he wants um what he would do with his friends shit maybe we could do something like this but basically he would get into his state, he'd go into his house to travel, and he'd have his friend the other side of town, and he would, um, his friend would be doing something, and you know, he'd know the exact time, exactly what he's wearing, blah, blah, blah. And then he, uh, Robert would come in, he'd see his friend doing whatever he's doing. Then he'd come back, report to him, and be like, yeah, you were doing this, you were wearing this at this time. And he got it completely accurate. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Because that's what's curious about astral travel is it's slightly different to like lucid dreaming or or if you're just meditating and it's your actual imagination because from my understanding is you your soul your consciousness is actually leaving your body it's still sort of here but you can go places yeah, in this reality yeah. via your soul which is this is next level man yeah yeah it, as i say it's scary stuff and i appreciate you you know saying that to sort of get it on get it under lock because you know and it, and it is something that I've been working on you know I've been going out and grounding myself more um just getting my feet on the grass and that sort of thing so it's something that I'm you know actively trying to work on but um to be honest you know I I, I don't I don't hate that it does happen randomly I mean it, it more so happens when I'm in bed trying to go to sleep at night and um you know at first as I say it was extremely scary I didn't really know what the fuck was going on but um you know definitely these days I'm, I'm more sort of just to accept the journey you know mm-hmm. um you know when when i start to feel that energy my energy sort of leave my body and my consciousness go to a different place um yeah I, I certainly nowadays just more so yeah just allow it to happen and just enjoy that ride you know fascinating man really okay cool um so whilst we're on the subject of you sort of grounding yourself stuff like that what what would be like your self-care routine how do you take care of yourself um yeah so my 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 self-care routines um you know it's very very simplistic in terms of my physical health um you know i I train as often uh, as often as i can um with my brother ethan and um you know we we keep each other on on track in regard to you know with, with regard to diet and supplements um, you know, and we, we stick to a nice manageable routine that, you know, sort of honors our body's needs. And, um, you know, I think taking care of your physical health, um, it, it, in turn as, and as a con- consequence, your mental health gets better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. and you know, I, I truly believe that a strong body equals a strong mind and that especially goes for men. Um, you know, as I, as I was mentioning earlier, you know, men are meant to be strong and capable members of society both physically mentally and spiritually so you know taking care of all realms of health is a massive thing um you know if you want to achieve if you want to achieve anything absolutely man yeah spot on okay and uh you mentioned him a bit earlier so let's talk about him a little bit like andrew tate huh? he's such a controversial figure but but 
I'm yet to meet a young man that follows his stuff that doesn't like him. Like they're like, yeah, he's amazing. No. He's really funny, or he helped me with this, or his perspective. It's like he's great for young men. I don't see what the deal is. But then when you look at maybe why the yeah. matrix yeah. is like scared of him. I mean, what do you think? Well, it's it's um, the, the the people that don't like it, don't like him or his stuff. I mean, they're just they're they're just completely indoctrinated by um mainstream media and they, they just haven't got a clue what's, what's what's actually going on with with in that regard you know they don't understand that they're being controlled and you know being told to believe something that isn't necessarily true and um yeah with regard to andrew he, he's just uh i mean anyone that gets locked up by a government is is good in my books if you, <laughs> you know if if you're being locked up unnecessarily by the government because you've got so much influence over a population and a demographic of people who can potentially overthrow their agenda, then yeah, you, you're good in my books. I mean, I, I don't believe any of the claims that are being thrown against him. Um, and I think, yeah, as, the sooner he's out, the better. So uh, yeah, I, I just absolutely love what he's doing for um, particularly the, the, the masculine space. Absolutely. And it's very hard, like, as you know, as a young man to to listen to stuff and just not feel fucking motivated. I just listen to this guy. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Oh, no. man. Let's just get it. Go, go, go. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Makes you want to go fucking hunt a lion or some shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, and I was seeing, um, I just posted it today actually about schools. Uh, uh, running workshops for boys to counter toxic influence of misogynist oh. Andrew Tate. I mean, holy fuck! Like, how how scared yeah. are they of this man? Yeah, yeah. Man. Well, the, uh, and the, the the agenda is to you know to emasculate men, and he's doing the complete opposite to that. Exactly. So they're going to push that on the school systems. They're going to push it on TikTok and social media, and have people follow people who don't agree with Andrew Tate. You know. Um, so yeah, no, as I say, he's he's he he does make you just you know, you listen to his stuff. I've actually got so many recordings of um, you know, I, I don't have TikTok, but just Instagram reels and and YouTube shorts of him, um, that I, I listen to quite religiously. You know, I'll, I'll go on there if I'm feeling a bit down, you know, I'll, I'll go on there and listen to listen to some Tate and you know, picks me right back up, exactly. Yeah, man, I feel that same here. Okay, mm. cool. So, um you know, you see, you've got your business. It's all online. Are you, you know, are you going to be just stay in Harwich, or are you going to go? You, you know, you could do this online anywhere, like I do. If it could yeah, do yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely have. I mean, that, that was the whole reason I kind of started it. You know, but, well, part of the reason that I, I started it, you know, because um, I wanted to travel, I wanted to go see the world. But um, when I did start it in in 2019, um, obviously 2020 came around and everything got locked the fuck down so I couldn't, couldn't really go anywhere. But um, yeah, the intention is to, you know, travel the world, see the world. But um, yeah, I'm sort of torn between whether or not I want to stay a freelancer or, you know, become an official agency, um, you know, and, and hire people and sort of have someone manage it for me to then allow me in the future to to go and uh, to go and travel. So yeah, it's I'm kind of torn between the two. I mean, there, there is a part of me that, wants to go travel and see the world still but and then there's that other part of me that wants to stay locked down earning money just building my empire so um yeah both, man. At the same time. 
yes i'm doing it <laughs> yeah 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 that's my friend uh it, once you've got it all online you know there's no nothing tying you to anywhere and um then you can still build up your skills still build up your knowledge still build up your clients still do all of the work that you do you just need a good internet connection <laughs> um there are obviously some downsides about you know you obviously have to keep making new friends and stuff like that but the for me, at least for right now, um, the the plus is way higher for, for yeah. doing it like this. And like you say, in the future, uh, most likely we'll settle down. But maybe when I'm like forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the same. I'm you know I'm not looking to settle down in any in any particular place. But I'm, at the minute, I still live at home, so you know I've got everything pretty um pretty you good right a lot now. Of money on rent, eh? That's the thing, you know. I'm I'm not looking to, you know, get a mortgage or get into get into any of that yet. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's something that I'm I'm definitely looking towards in the future. And may, maybe sometime this year, you know, I'll I'll be able to. I mean, my, my my number one place I do want to go to, even though you know some people will call me crazy for it because it's such a fucked place. Um, probably the number one fucked place in the world, America. I, I yeah. so I I want to get out there. Um, but obviously, you know, if, when you're unvaccinated, you can't. So. Um, what is it about the states that draws you there? Um, just the 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 people, uh, the values that they have, um, and yeah, just the, the, the just the culture there as well. You know, although as I say, it's it's pretty fucked in terms of there's such a duality. Um, yeah, you know, of, of the spectrum there. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like you know, I I wouldn't go to any of these. I w- I wouldn't go to New York or LA. You know, I'd, I'd go to the, the the southern states and and you know be be there for a while. Um, but yeah, that that would be my number one place to travel to. Yeah, man, I, I want to go there too. I haven't done a big trip there, so the states is definitely uh, definitely on my list. Yeah, need to uh, get get Trump back in so he can uh, get, actually go there whilst being unvaccinated. <laughs> oh yeah, do you think he's going to get back in? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things where. You know, a lot of people um, you know, call Trump a psyop, but you know, who fucking knows at this point? Who fucking knows? Yeah, um, I've I've interviewed potentially some of the best minds on, or one of the best minds in my opinion on the planet, and he had a very interesting uh, analysis or sort of take on what's going on with Trump and Elon and Q and how it all could be tied together. He's mentioning time travel or or Nikola Tesla and how that's playing into. It. I'm just like. Wow, holy shit. I mean, it just sounds like a film. I mean, even if it's not true, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Uh I I think he's gonna get back in, actually. I think he's got a quiet Do you? Yeah, I do. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's gonna blow a lot of people's minds. <laughs> I, I, I hope it does, mate. I hope it does. And if he is to get back in, I, I don't care what he does, apart from just just let me in America, mate. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Just take yeah. take take that vaccine entry requirement away and I'll be happy. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So there was something that you spoke about a little bit earlier that I'd just like to to touch upon. And it was about uh the fundamentals of what, what makes you happy. Now what, what are those fundamentals? Um oh, it's a very good question. Um, you know, I think it's the number one thing is health is health, because you, you, you can't you can't be happy with without your health. Um you know, as I say, whether or not that's physically, mentally, spiritually, um, you know, financially as well. Um, I think all those, they're, they're all variables that you need to have on a, a pretty, not on lock, but a pretty good balance of to be able to achieve a fundamental basis of of happiness. But, um, and then, you know, you've got your other things like relationships, you need to have good relationships, you need to be around 
good friends, good family, um, and have good times in that respect. And um, and then there's, you know, the, the the thing of fulfillment, you know, whether or not you're actually being fulfilled in what you do on a day-to-day basis, you know. As I said earlier, if you're going to a nine to five job every day where you've got a decade of decade of a boss and, you know, you're getting a half an hour lunch break every day um, and you're getting back, you know, to starting work at, you know, 7 a.m., not getting back till, you know, sort of seven o'clock at night. That's ultimately for a lot of people, that's not going to make you happy. Um, so it's, yeah. I think it's it, it's lifestyle as well. Um, you know, lifestyle is such a massive thing. Um, and I think. You know, if you don't if you don't have a have a plan to to get out of that nine to five, if you are unhappy about it, then obviously you you need to fucking get one, yeah. and um, yeah. you know and and change your lifestyle. And you know, and the thing is with happiness, you know, not nobody's going to make you happy. And this is this is one of the things that I I've learned sort of the hard way is that your your happiness cannot be dependent on someone else someone else's availability for you or um someone else's ability to to make you happy because that that's not real happiness happiness it sounds generic and generic and corny but happiness truly does come from within and um you know you you're you're the only person that can save yourself love that absolutely okay cool and you mentioned about um you know having the freedom sort of working when well more of a choice of when you work so what what time do you usually start work how long do you work in a day and when do you when you close shop um, my my schedule is pretty fucked. So um, when when I when I when I first started web development, um, I was working with a lot of people in the US. I've got a good friend um, and um, not client, but someone who I collaborated with a lot, um, who I haven't actually spoken to in a while, which I, I need to catch up with him. Um, and essentially, yeah, obviously the Americans they're they're awake later in the day for us here in the UK. So um, I got sort of in this routine where. I'd start around, and this is still to this day, start work around 9, 10 a.m. And then, you know, I'll, I'll work till about 4, 4.30, go to the gym, get back, cook dinner, eat, shower, get back to work till about 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, so it's, pre- it's pretty fucked. But to be honest, I, I like it. I, I like the uh, the the freedom to, to, to do what I want when I please and, as yeah. I say, so, some days, you know, they're, they're busier than others. Other days I, I can, you know, take a break, have have a couple more coffee breaks than maybe I should. But, um, yeah, and play, play a few games of chess even. But, um, yeah, I, I quite like having the freedom to choose my own schedule because I, I, I just believe that, um, you know, yeah, that that's one of the fundamentals for me is that. And that's what, that's what makes me happy is just having that freedom to, decide you know if, if somebody asked me to go on a, on a on a meeting um that i can choose whether or not i want to at that time or if i've got something that i you know i wanted to go to the gym at that time on that day so uh, you know can we reschedule that sort of thing so um yeah absolutely and same here man it's it's very appealing to have that freedom sort of whatever the fuck you want <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's it Okay, cool, man. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground here and it's been really fascinating hear- hearing about your story. So, okay, you mentioned a couple directions it could go, but if you was to like, say five years time, where would you, where would you want to be in your business? Where would you want to be in the world? Ooh, five years time. Um, I'm I'm not sure on the specifics, but enough wealth to be financially free to do what the fuck I want when I want 
Um, and I think that's about it, to be honest, because it's not. And of course, you know, all the things that come with that, you know, me being healthy, my family and my friends, my loved ones being healthy, or of course, all that, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, just in terms of, you know, my, my vision for the next five years, I don't, I don't actually like to put um, too much of a specific destination on that. It's just the, it's more so the feeling. I think that's how manifestation works better. Um, you know, if you don't put a dedicated uh, destination on on where you'd like to be, if you just just focus more on the feeling. Um, so the feeling that I'd like to have is the feeling, well, the feeling and the reality of financial freedom um, to do what the fuck I want when I want. And uh, yeah, just just building on the empire, you know. Love that, bro. And yeah, until you get there, very thirty or younger, you're fucking sorted, man. That's that's all. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, have you got anything else you'd like to share with the people? Whilst I got you here, um, no, no, I think we've covered fucking loads. Um, but yeah, no, again, just thank you for having me on, mate. I really appreciate the opportunity, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good little experience, and I'd, I'd love to come on again sometime. For sure, man, definitely. And yeah, like, it was just like, what was it like? I think it's like one a.m. I just checked my story, and it's like Jack coding. I'm like, what's this man up to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's he building? <laughs> it looks interesting. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, we'll stay in touch and good luck with it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Nice one, bro. Awesome. Cheers. Take care, mate.